you know, the whole point is set a goal that is challenging, but that's realistic for you to meet because you want to set yourself up for success, but you also want to challenge yourself at the same time. So it's finding that balance. All right. Okay. We're both wearing dark colors. Yes, we are. Good coordination. Uh Uh-huh. All right. You ready? Yep. Hey there, and welcome to Marriage Talks, a real, authentic, and relatable podcast about how to thrive in your marriage. Here you'll find helpful information shaped by a biblical worldview on all things marriage-related, sex, money, parenting, and so much more. We are Michael and Elizabeth, and let's get ready to rumble! I jumped through you all. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Changing it up here. Yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're <laughs> so glad you're here. Um, we do want to let you know before we get into um, all of our topic, which I'm super excited about. I love talking about setting goals and resolutions and things like that. But we do want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by the Marriage Talks Patreon page. There you'll find all kinds of fun things with for different tiers. And um, we would really love for you guys to check it out and become a Patreon because it really would mean the world to us. Plus, it helps further the ministry of Marriage Talks, which is just incredibly generous. And we are very grateful for people who choose to do that. Yeah. And we have stickers that are looking for a home. Yes. And so we're looking for our first few patrons to get little logo stickers. They're really cool. They Elizabeth are Elizabeth cool. designed them and chose the colors and they need to go to some people. So yes. Check it out on the Patreon page, y'all. We also want to remind you that uh, it helps to rate and review the podcast mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts because that's how we get found. It's a good way to share things as well and just kind of let us know how things, how our show's kind of been helping you and your spouse in your marriage. So go check it out. Little five star review, real quick, and rate us too, or review us. <laughs> <laughs> Not backwards. Yeah, five star rate and then review. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk about goals yeah. and resolutions. One more thing before we do, though. Oh yeah, we have some. Very exciting, exciting news to share. This is not like a, hey, cool things for, you know, podcast that has nothing to do with you. No, this is like exciting personal stuff that we want to share with you. But you have to wait till the end. We're going to share it at the end. So listen (laughs) and stick around. Yeah, it's worth it. It is. Trust me. And it's not like a weird tip, like eat a banana upside down, no. seed first. Otherwise, wait, what does that even do? I don't know. You don't know that one? No, I've never heard that. Pe- this is this. And this, if this is the first place that this is, this news is being released. So yeah, it's for <laughs> you. <laughs> Breaking news <laughs> at the end of the show. Yes. You thought I was going to do it then? Nope. No. All I right. So the reason why. This is actually the second annual resolution show. Yeah. When we did our 2020 preparation one, little did we know what 2020 had in store for all of us. But it was a fun episode to make. It really was. It was basically podcastifying something that Elizabeth does really heavily. I'm not as much of a resolution guy, but I've been learning to enjoy short-term, long-term goals, which is funny because I'm a physical therapist and that's like what I do <laughs> every with day. patients all the time, but I don't do it for myself. But it's it's kind of a fun exercise to kind of write down or at least get into um, like a spoken record of what you kind of hope for for the year. 
Yeah. It, the thing that I love about goals and resolutions is it just helps you to, instead of just thinking like, Oh, I'll be a better person. (laughs) It's not going to happen if you just think it, (laughs) I'll just tell you that, but writing it down, having an accountability partner, it's like, if you go to the gym, you're giving them your money or a personal trainer, you're giving them your money to hold you accountable so that you get into shape. (laughs) So this is having an accountability partner to say, look, we're committing to this goal or this resolution for the year 2021. Yeah. It's getting some skin in the game. Yeah. Cause if you don't bet on yourself, if you don't put anything in worth losing, then you're never going to improve whatever area that you're looking for. You know, it's just when, if you get exercises for free, you're way less likely to actually do them than when you're actually paying for a fitness app or for a personal trainer or a gym or something like that, because you're losing money if you're not actually doing it. Yeah. So that's why it's important to have that accountability partner. Although for several years up till recently, I worked in a therapy clinic attached to a gym and there are plenty of people who pay and never show up. I'll never understand it. That might be people who have money to burn, but we don't. (laughs) Yeah. No, them dollars count. Yes, they do. If I'm getting a membership, I'll be there several times a week. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that's what we really like to hold each other accountable for goals. And, you know, we talked about when we started doing this last year, like, why are we doing goals together? Why is it important? And it really helps to have a common like end or a common goal in mind as a couple, because then you know what you're working towards because Michael would be like, Oh yeah, I want us to have a better marriage. And I say, Oh yeah, I want us to have a better marriage. Those are probably two different pictures. Yeah, well, it's, it's a given. That's such a broad goal that. Yeah. You, what do you? What do I do with this? Like, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. So when you have like something specific that you are wanting to work together, to you know commit to doing, then you are like, we of course want a better marriage. But what is something specific within that that we can work together to achieve that? Then we're working on, you know, the same road, going the same direction, getting to the same destination instead of being like, see ya, you know, like I see you at the destination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why we do goals. And we also feel like it just in the process, it also unites you. It puts you on the same page because you're having intentional conversations. Yes. You're doing this stuff together. You're working together. It's kind of like I've mentioned a few times on here that taking dance lessons is really good marriage therapy because you're actually having to like solve a problem together. <laughs> Learning how to dance together does not come easy. And so it's kind of like that. You're having to navigate issues and problems together as a couple and you're you're working on the same team as opposed to like butting heads and yeah. being enemies. Yeah, I agree too. And it can also help like as you kind of start the conversation of goals and resolutions for the year, if you guys are way off the mark, you'll know like, like, Hey, uh, my, my resolution is to find, you know, a new house. You're like, well, I didn't even know you're looking for that. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. And so (laughs) that starts some conversations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there might be something that's on your spouse's mind that the goal conversation can kind of help spark up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just, it's, it's just so easy to go day in and day out without having a conversation with your spouse about something truly meaningful. Oh yeah. And so when you 
when like we commit together to achieving the same goal, it just makes, it makes the marriage clear. It makes our direction in life clear. I think a lot of people tend to poo poo goals because at the end of the year, they're like, well, I didn't achieve my goals and this year stunk. It's like, yeah, 2020 was really hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of things you can't control, but the character building aspect of it. And like for us, the, the, our relationship with the Lord, like that, that character building is all in how you react to what's happening in your life. So, you know, if, if you had a goal to be debt free in 2020 and it just didn't happen, don't beat yourself up about it and don't blame it on 2020. Just say, look, it just wasn't my time to be debt free but that doesn't mean that I don't stop working towards that goal. Yeah. You just pivot and you adjust and you figure out how that's going to look in the new year because it's still an excellent goal. It's very, very good and very worth trying to achieve. It's just when you set up a goal, you just need to understand that it's not always like your plan that you lay out isn't going to necessarily 100% happen because there are other factors. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So many factors in literally everything. Especially a relationship. Mm. Like, if, what is more unpredictable and uh, <laughs> variable than a relationship yeah. between two people? Two sinners. Yeah. <laughs> people Ooh, who yeah. are like selfish and want to look out for themselves. Like, by nature, that's, that's what we are. We're sinners. So, exactly. having to selflessly choose the other person, it's hard work. It's like, it's daily dying to yourself. And so, um, having, and if that sounds harsh, it's because it is really it's harsh. Because it is. It's, it should it's be as hard. hard as that sounds. Yeah. Love, when you marry someone, love is not just like, oh, I get these butterflies and cute. It's like, no, love is sacrificial. Oh, you don't get butterflies with me? Of course I do. Yes. <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> but when you like truly Christ-centered love in your marriage, you are dying to yourself. You are saying, my selfish needs don't matter. Caring for the other person does. And so it's a selfless relationship. And that goes against our flesh. We don't want to do that. Yeah. And if one person's doing that, it's not a good winning formula. You mm. both have to be doing that because that's that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we do goals and, and that's, um, what we keep in mind when we're doing the goals and we want to let you guys know, like, how do we set up our goals? Like when we're thinking about a goal, like what comes in mind? Yeah. So the first thing is just do a few. So yeah. if it seems really daunting to make a list of eight, nine, 10 goals, you're probably going to fall short. Mm. So let's talk about one, two, or th how about three? I think three is a good starting point. Yeah. A nice round number, but they have to also be themselves not super complicated. So yeah. this is a marriage podcast, so this is kind of appropriate. The KISS principle. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of overused, I guess, but it's the keep it simple, silly. <laughs> don't call your spouse stupid. Like yeah. That's how it's originally said, but um, just kind of simple. And the big thing is achievable, too. Yeah. Because it can give you some like fuel in the tank if you get a like knock off an easy goal or something yeah. like that. Well, it's kind of like going back to the gym analogy. You don't start going to the gym or doing a fitness app and then expect in a month 
to drop 10 pounds and to be chiseled all over the place. Like that doesn't happen that way. When you see these trainers and these people leading you through exercises, they have dedicated their life. So in the first month you might feel very sore is an appropriate yeah. goal or expectation or to have. Or very flabby. <laughs> the second month you might start to see maybe some weight drop but it's not going to be something significant. Right. So to when when I think about like setting a goal for myself, like I just I wouldn't set a goal so grandeur that I'm going to set myself up for failure. I just know it. You know, like when we started the podcast, we we were like we're just going to see where the numbers go. But if I had said we're going to get 1 million in a year, that is going to be disappointing. Is going to be disappointing. Big that time. is that's setting ourselves up for failure. It's not going to happen. Even that, despite that, though, we did hit our one million mark like very early. Our one million? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, million. really? <laughs> I didn't think. I think we that's did. Self promotion. We got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we We're did, not near a million. No, but we did hit hit some number girl num, number goals. Holy cow! If I can talk. We hit some number goals much earlier this year than we anticipated, and yep. that was really great. We 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 thought we set a lofty goal numbers wise, um, which we, I think we did when we set them. But you know, but y'all came came oh to my play. Goodness. Y'all are the amazing. listeners really Seriously. stepped up. I was like, what? I didn't know there was demand like this for. We're constantly our show blown with our away. format weekly we get like a number report yeah. and I am blown away every week yeah. by the support. It's like, I like almost near tears every time I see this. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But you know, the whole point is set a goal that is challenging, but that's realistic for you to meet because you want to set yourself up for su- success, but you also want to challenge yourself at the same time. So it's finding that balance between that. So we only do a couple we keep them simple. And so like our goals, we have, we're going to share two with you for the podcast. And the first one being in 2021, we want to develop more meaningful connections. We've had several this past year, which have been extremely heartwarming and very special to us. Um, But we want to develop more meaningful conversations with you guys and do more live videos, more Q and A's and be more active on the Patreon we're of course waiting for people to join us in Patreon to do that, <laughs> but we'll keep reminding people. We'll keep inviting people. We're here. We we want to connect with you guys, and so I know that sometimes when it you're dealing with your marriage, it can just feel very intimidating or embarrassing um, because it is very personal yep. and it should be taken seriously. But that is our goal in 2021: is to develop more of those meaningful conversations and just I think stimulate more conversation like directly with listeners yeah and not just via podcasts like that's those are the meaningful like the really heartwarming connections and opportunities that we are very very excited about yeah absolutely that's that's the meat and potatoes of why we do this Mm -hmm. so we always talk about when we do our episodes we get a lot out of it just kind of talking over these types of things within our marriage has been immensely helpful oh my goodness but we do it for you guys. Like we, we love hearing the feedback of, Hey, you know, got my wife listening. I've been Mm. enjoying you guys for a while. And then told her to do it. Like told her she should listen. She's really been enjoying it too. Or one of the things from early on was 
we started a conversation using your prompt from your fave five episode. Oh yeah. That was really cool. So that's the kind of stuff that that's the, the, the gas in our gas tank. Mm-hmm. We love hearing that stuff. So we're yeah. trying to really pursue and, and kind of stoke the fire yeah. with you guys to kind of to see how things are going with y'all and kind of just mutually like love on one another. Yeah. And also we want to know how we can pray for you guys too. Cause yeah. that's, you know, like we say, this is a ministry that we do. We want to minister to other married couples yeah. via the internet. Yeah, for sure. And so our second um, podcast goal for 2021 is to, we've done it once. We did it once this year, Yep, I think. Um, but we'd really like to sponsor a couple more, um, like at-home date nights. I know some states are a little more open. Some states are closed or still closed. Um, but... We value date nights so heavily. Mm -hmm. They're really, really important to us because it's being intentional in your marriage and prioritizing that relationship. And so it really warmed our heart to sponsor a couple's date night. It was really fun. Sent them a blanket and like our favorite blanket. It's so soft and cozy and uh, like a movie rental credit. And they rented a movie and um, did we send them anything else? I can't remember. I think it was just those two things, but, but yeah, it just, it's, it brings us a lot of joy to know that we have helped, um, another couple prioritize date night, prioritize their marriage and put each other first. And so, you know, we want to do little things like that where we sponsor like an at home date night type thing. Um, but explore different possibilities of having like virtual get togethers, um, virtual double dates, triple dates, you know, that kind of a thing where you get to hang out and have coffee together or whatever. Um, so that's, that's really something that's been on our heart. Uh, but we need you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise it's just a normal date night for us, which we love, (laughs) but we'll keep them going, but we want some friends in there too. Yeah. You know what? I looked back at our, um, goals from last year. 2021 yeah. and it was to have a date night every Wednesday which we ended up obviously changing to Friday but that was one of our goals I don't think we skipped it all did we no if we Unless if we had was, like something planned to make up we did it the next night yeah yeah but yeah, it's we, funny we we chose Wednesday night and as of when do we probably change that like July it was pretty early on no it was earlier than that well when we went to podfest it was still Wednesday yeah so we did Wednesday for like up to two years and then it kind of struck us because we also have small group on Wednesday night. So we would get home from small group, shower the kid or like, you know, bathe the kids, um, get them in bed and then transfer to date night. And it was like, most of this night is gone. <laughs> yeah. Why are we and doing we're Wednesday? Super tired. <laughs> yeah. And then I have to work on Thursday. So what are we doing to ourselves? So let's do a Friday date. Yeah. And that worked out better. It did. It did. Yeah. So that was, that was one of our goals to do. And, and I'm glad that we, that we made that a priority. That was a common thing that we worked towards and we knew the clear picture of what we needed to do to keep that night a priority. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are our two podcast goals. You want to share with them our first personal one? Yeah. So our first personal goal is basically just to pray more together it's something that we both would admit readily mm-hmm. that we're not strong with. Yeah. It's not like prayer's never been a habit for me that I've like thirsted for. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've read a couple of books or like in the process of reading a couple of books about the power of prayer. Mm. And and we've noticed in our lives how mm. important it is 
specifically yes. praying together. Yes. Especially end of the night and stuff like that. Just kind of wrapping up the day. It's again, unifying. You are kind of bringing yourselves to the Lord. Super, super important to just convene and, and talk. And it's good for like me to pray, but also for Elizabeth to pray too. So when I talk about praying together, I'm not just kind of taking over and praying on her behalf mm-hmm. solo, whereas like opening the floor basically like for bo- uh, us both to kind of bounce off each other too. Yeah. And just really like go to the Lord in humility and like just kind of do with do whatever you will with this marriage. Yeah. And with each day. Yeah. It's the more I prioritize prayer in my walk and pray with other believers, it I really learn I really grow, I think, grow in maturity in prayer because it just seems so daunting. Like, oh, what do I pray? It's like, if you don't know where to pray, just like literally just start talking because I was so intimidated as a, you know, baby Christian to start praying. You're like, this seems really serious. Like, and prayer is serious, but yeah, it just, it seems so formal, I think. Um, and you feel like, well, I'm not good at it. I'm not going to do it. And I literally just started talking to God. <laughs> like, I'm praying and I just am struggling or like, you know, I had a good day. Thanks for a great day. Like, it just, it it matched my walk with the Lord, which was very, like, infant, you know. Yeah. As a, as a baby Christian who's not really doing a whole lot to further my walk like that that was reflective in my prayers but now getting years down the road and digging deeper into the word and being in a regular bible study like my prayers look so different and that just doesn't happen overnight you work at it you practice at it some prayers admittedly have been like i don't agree with what you're doing god <laughs> like i'm super mad right now and just trying to work through those emotions which are good to work through yeah and that's another thing that if you're not really familiar with a lot of, well, Old Testament and New Testament, a couple examples, it's just, you know, if you're frustrated, you don't have to go to God and like this, thank you, Lord, for everything. I'm so glad. Like, go to the Lord in frustration and like really ask him, why yeah. is this happening? Because it's all over the Bible too. Psalms is littered with like prayers of lament. <laughs> yep. So it's- There's actually lamentations too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know- God, you know, you can go, I can go to him and be like, everything's great, God. Yay. And he's like, uh, I'm still here when you're ready to to admit that you're not okay. I'm still here. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's there for you no matter what. And that's the beauty of, of presenting your hurts and your burdens and your wounds and all those things at the foot of the cross is that you can take those off and say, I can't do this anymore. I need you to take them. Yeah. But yeah, we could go on and on and on about it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, praying together is there's just so much power in it. And it really just unifies you spiritually with your spouse, which is a very important um, type of intimacy to have with your spouse. But the second personal goal that we really want to um, make sure that we're on the same path about is being intentional about digging into the word and relying on God. We have had a really hard 2020, um, like in the middle of the year when like legit the whole country was shut down 
Michael did not have work. <laughs> and we're like, Lord, <laughs> okay, I know you're in control. How are we going to do this? <laughs> like, you're cheering up just thinking about it. How are we going to? Well, because seriously, guys, it was like, it was, it was struggle bus, like for real. Um, and I know some of you listening can truly identify with this, like sitting at home, not having work. How are we going to pay bills? How are we going to buy groceries? And like, also in the midst of that, when you were not, guys, when Michael was not even full back full time working, our AC goes out. Oh, we yeah. live in Florida. There's no getting around. You have to fix it immediately, With, like, whatever price it no, is. No, if it's just Michael and I, we'll have some fans on us. We'll suffer through it. You know, we, like we would, we would just say it's just us. But with three little kids, like. No, but it was legit 92 degrees inside. Of course it like, was. That, we couldn't have even survived for we, more, longer than I we I would did. have said, let's buy a tent and camp outside. Yeah, right. Like literally, like the money was not there to fix it. The, That's true. The, this is true. The money was not there to fix it. So- Worst possible timing, like two months, two months, the air conditioning that we had always known was old and always yeah. dreaded that like it's going to break one day. Yeah. And every year, like with tax returns, like oh we got some other stuff. It's still going. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. Yeah. And then it goes like two months or six weeks after the least money I've ever made yeah. in any one month, two yeah. month period. I just, was I was, I, it was, took everything within me not to just like crumble to my knees and start bawling. It took everything within me to like not completely lose it and start crying when the guy like opened it up and he's like, so let me show you all the things. And he was like, you see this? It's not supposed to look like that. You see this? It's literally disintegrating before your eyes. He touched it. It was like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's supposed to do that. (laughs) It's like all these things. He's like, now you can replace these parts individually, but you're going to be back here and a month, two months and need to replace the whole thing. So, you know, we, we really hit a low (laughs) with like, how are we going to pay for things? And then this, if you've ever had to replace an AC unit, this is not like a, you know, $1,000, $2,000 fix. We do not have a big house. I'll just tell you that our house is not big. It's 1600 square feet, like as a single family home, it's that's on the smaller side. Um, we love our house, but to get a AC unit for our house is multiple, multiple thousands of dollars. It was five grand. Yeah. <laughs> like you can just say it. it was, it was a lot, and that was like the cheaper quote. And we did a lot of research, and we like were on our knees praying, Lord, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I know you're. I know you're gonna provide. Please help me to be in tune to what that is, is what I was like asking for. Well, the provisions came in the most miraculous, truly miraculous way. It was just like unbelievable how it just, it became like on a, you know, Tuesday, whenever it happened is like this insurmountable thing. How are we going to figure this out? Yeah. And then by the end of that week, just various things that happened very just, amazing saint generosity and, yeah generosity yeah. stepped up and like without even being asked and like like what even i can't yeah just the, it's like you know you know when you have good people surrounding you but then sometimes they'll show you like the side of them is like wow i cannot believe that i have people in my life that are this good to me so yeah anyway so that was just a it was just it felt like 
the Lord was just saying, I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, and it was like when we were like, all right, we are at like an all time low. Like, how are we going to buy groceries? The Lord used our church amazingly and they were extremely generous and like people who had, um, you know, access to like eggs because they had chickens. They're like, I've got an extra dozen. I'm bringing you some eggs. I mean, just like things like that. Like I had some extra groceries at a pantry that I went to and would drop it off at our doorstep. And when I'm down to like, I don't know what I can make out of like beans and pasta sauce. Like, you know, you're, you're like, how do we make this all work? And like family that like, it just took over so, so much for us. Like more, we're like, stop, you need to stop. And, and they're like, no, this is what we do. We, we step up and we, we support and we surround you guys. And like mm-hmm. things are like, you know, Michael applied for unemployment. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Everybody I knew got it. Everybody like, was getting thousands. Of I was like, I still can't get it. Didn't get it. And then like, we were going to be a little bit short on a couple of things. And then all of a sudden he found an in and, and like we got, then we got a check and then didn't get it. Didn't yeah, get it. Didn't and get I got it. the one, ch- I got the one check and then another check and then it was dried up. Yeah. But it was the perfect two checks where it was just exactly when enough we money it. to for that week or two. Yeah. And it was like all those times when I couldn't get any um any of the check. Yeah. As like we could we kinda had some stuff to kind of move around and then it was getting super low. And then it was like, there's another one. Yeah. And it was gone. So we say all this just kinda, you know, we don't need to go through our whole twenty twenty, but just just to illustrate, it was it can be really scary out there, but yeah. if you are really relying on the Lord, like he will come through. We've seen it time and time again. Oh, we saw it goodness. a million times. I was able to to nail down a new job during the driest oh, job, mar- job market year that I'm aware of. And it's been amazing. Yeah. So like that was literally answer to prayer. you were like, I'm looking for an out. I'm looking for an out for months. And God was like, not here, not here, not here, not here. (laughs) We're like, God, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, we need to get out. And right at the right time, at the right time, opened up a door and your new, your new job is what we prayed for and tenfold. Yeah. Like could not have imagined. I mean, when the Lord shows up, he's like, and here's the party, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's humbling because, you know, I thought so many times like, God, how can we live without this? How can we live without this? And he's like, well, I'll show you how you can live without it. Cause you don't need it. Yep. You know, I will provide what you need. I'm not going to provide you with a Bentley. <laughs> I'm going to, prov- God. <laughs> no, I'm going to provide you what you need. Yeah. And a 99 Honda Accord that <laughs> somehow keeps on going. And that's what we need yep. to get you from A to B. Um, but so our goal, it's kind of a long explanation, but our goal, like my heart for 2021, it's so easy to not rely on God when things are, quote, going well, because, well, all my problems are solved. I don't need help, but I need help every day <laughs> just because. Michael's job is going well, and today the kids might be listening, and all the laundry might be folded and put away. I still need God in those days than when we were sweating our tukashes off, and it was 92 degrees in our house. Yeah. Um, it your My circumstances don't dictate how much I need God. I need God no matter what. Oh, yeah. 
it's just if with my flesh, it's easier to rely on him when things are going terribly versus when things are going well. So it's, it's remembering that even on the good days, I still need him. And so that's a very long explanation yeah. of our second personal point. It's like point. a 10 minute bullet point. But I feel like that's, I feel like that's a really clear, like praying together more and being day in and day out, being intentional about our walk. Yeah. Like those are, those are really clear goals that when we're really focused on it and in tune to what we feel like the Lord has for our marriage and our lives, we're going to be traveling in the same direction. Yeah. And then I would add kind of like a, a an extra one, just kind of continuing to communicate on a daily basis of like, mm. how you doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How you doing today? How are the kids? What can I do to serve you? Kind of make your day or the rest of your day easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's a big one. That will go a long way. Yeah. A really long way. <laughs> It's yes. the best gift you can give is like an easier day. It's better than money. It's better than cars. It's it's having an easy day catered to you by your spouse is worth its weight in gold. It really is. <laughs> if you're a stay-at-home parent, you know, having one easy day every now and again is very, very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, but those are our podcast goals and our personal goals we would we'll probably have a few more i think podcast wise and maybe personally but those are the ones we really wanted to share with you guys that really were we're very excited about and very focused on um we also want to hit you with a challenge before we share our big news um glad you stuck around yes and uh, your challenges in the next seven days, sit down with your spouse and talk about one or two or maybe three goals that you can commit to together that are simple. Don't make them complicated. Don't make them multi-steps. Um, just a simple goal or two for your marriage so that you guys are are fighting together. You know, you're fighting to keep your marriage together together as a unit. Um, you want to be on the same team accomplishing the same goal. You don't want to be trying to accomplish different goals because then you're going to butt heads and you're not going to be able to be successful and to move forward. So the next seven days, make sure you do that. Yeah. Keep them simple, y'all. Yeah. And if, if you end up sitting down with your spouse and you're like, okay, I want to talk about this kind of stuff, let us know. Like if you're comfortable sharing, let us know. We We have, we have an email. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook, um, but share them with us and let us know because it also allows us to pray for you. And that's really, really something special that we take very seriously Mm -hmm. and is a privilege. So we would love to pray for you. All right. The big news. The big news. Yes. Eat a banana upside down. (laughs) (laughs) It won't brown. They're like, what the heck? I stuck stuck around for a banana (laughs) trick. It was actually the banana thing. Psych. Wow. 1990s. Yeah. Psych. All right. Hit him with the news. Why are you getting so nervous? All right. So our other big news is the Lord had, this is something Michael and I had, have been in prayer about for a while and the Lord has been extremely faithful and we are going to be welcoming baby number four Yikes. in <laughs> June of 2021. Still kind of crazy to believe. We've yes. only we've only seen one ultrasound. Although by the time this hits, we'll have two. Two, yeah. And um, yeah, we're it's like, like it's we're like, like what? When, you, when you see it, it finally becomes real. I think a little bit more. The, yeah. the heartbeat is amazing. 
yes. kind of get that connection. It's just something so human about a heartbeat. Yes. So yeah, we're excited. Yes. Very, like, very excited. And some days we're like, what are we doing? We're crazy, but we're yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah. Y'all heard earlier when we had a 1600 foot house. Yeah. 1600 square foot house. That's not a ton of room for four kids and two adults. Ah, it's good. It'll be fine. We'll though. be fine. Yeah. There, Jim Gaffigan. People have done it in much smaller. We'll be okay. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan has five kids in a New York apartment. I'm sure it's big, but it's. I think still it's like a two bedroom, two bath apartment. Like, I don't think it's I don't very know big. How they make Anyways. It yeah. <laughs> That is our big news. We're very, very excited. We would ask for you guys to pray for us and to pray for the health of this little peanut. <laughs> um, we are just, um, we're very, very excited, very blessed, and just praying that everything would go to plan, be normal, be yeah. a healthy baby. And so we'll be sharing more as time goes on. But that is our big news. We are, like I said, we're very excited. It's going to be just a wonderful house full of love. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for joining us on this journey tonight. Yeah. And we look forward to hearing from y'all about what your goals are yes. for 2021. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and coming back week in and week out. Y'all are amazing. Yeah. See ya.